Thank you for tuning in to Nonsense Worth Mentioning the podcast about nothing It talks about everything I'm here with my brother from another mother Juan And my actual brother Mike And uh My name is Nick And it's my birthday, birthday. And it's the start of Nicktoberfest Nicktoberfest, yes <laughs> <laughs> You guys are terrible you should have had. You should have had something lined up there. I did. I should have dropped the beat. <laughs> oh, that, that oh, that in later. That tastes crispy, man. That tastes crispy, yo. It looks delicious. Like cold, delicious. Too. It, it is all that ice and the orange juice and the grapefruit juice and uh, that's a that's that's a real man's mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> delicious and nutritious. Oh man. What so, so uh, Mikey, uh, uh, you say that you were you were you were tired of you you thought partying yo you thought partying nah. like a rock star celebrating nah, Oktoberfest. Nah. Not really, not really partying, man. Not really partying, but uh, yeah, I was definitely out late. And then when I got home, I, I actually had a couple coffee with me when I was out. So when I came home, I was still wide awake, so I had to play a little little video game, tire me out. But yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I went to bed after one. I got up at five forty-five, sat on the couch, and passed out. About seven o'clock, I looked at the time. I said, "Damn, I gotta get up. It's Nick's birthday. I can't miss this show." Got up off the couch, got my coffee, <clears throat> came down here, turned the computer on. But yeah, no, I, I still want to be sleeping, man. Bro, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you getting <laughs> on here for the, for the the birthday. I wanted to do yeah, this man. one live on Twitch, but I couldn't figure out the mic situation, man. It was some complicated stuff, but, man. Yeah. One day, eventually, eventually. <clears throat> Yeah, I can't. I can't. Know, like, huh? We got this far. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was saying about last night, like we weren't partying, but uh, it's cool though, man. Cause like what what I like about that little hangout, you know, that I got invited to. I've I've talked about it before on the show, but it's like it's like six, seven dads. We're tr- we're trying to grow it, but like legit, we literally talk about nothing but being dads, being husbands. Like, some of us even were throwing out questions. Like, one guy was like, you know, let me ask you guys, you guys think it's important that as a married couple, you have other married couple friends to hang out with, and, like, we all give our opinions and stuff like that. So it's it's legit, like, you know, like those masterminds that these people come up with that they charge people for. You know, just a group of guys that share the same values and and that's where we get together and, and we talked we even talked about religion last night um everything man everything it, it, i come out of there feeling like very encouraged and, and and full you know and you guys have like a like a, a group chat right that you guys like yeah. time talk to and, and they're also a chat well. but unfortunately it's not it's not as active um it's pretty much the same six or seven guys that that show up to these things so we actually talked last night too about how we could grow it and get more more men to uh, interact with us and get them to you know feel comfortable around us because it's important, man. It's important. It, it, you, and and me being the the youngest out of the bunch, um, you know, so a lot of them, their kids are already in the in the teenage years. Uh, the one guy that I was there that came new last night, his oldest is twenty seven, so we got to see a perspective of. You know, a father who got like a grown ass kid, you know. But it's just really cool, man. I, I think more guys should, should get together. I mean, maybe more guys do. I just don't know about it. But 
you know, it's definitely not that same kind of just kind of get together and drink and tell, you know, funny stories of the past. Like, this is legit, like, let's grow each other and build that community. I feel attacked, yo. Why? <laughs> he said it's not that you get drunk and talk about shit from the oh, past. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, saying, no, but, you know, it just, it's just, it's, it's not something that I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? Like, I've never seen nothing like this ever. You know, they, we... When, when growing up and, and Pops would get together with his boys or whatever, it wasn't like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like a frat party when Dad got together. Yeah. With his <laughs> you know, don't get me wrong. There, there was some drinks there. It was, it was like, hey, well. <laughs> you know, there was there was beers there. Uh, you know, the one guy was, was drinking his uh, Jameson and, and Catter Dry, you know. But it's just like that wasn't what it was about. You know, it was about just talking about our, our, our failures, our pitfalls our accomplishments you know there's a lot of encouragement between dads you know trying to highlight well listen you know you did this and and that's why your son is behaving that like the one guy that was saying it was cool his son is uh 14 now i think they're going to the football game high school football game so he said the son's getting ready and he see his son got his hand like by his leg like real straight and he's like hey what's going on with you what you got there so his son no, no, no. He got a rose with him. He said, "Well, you got a rose for?" He said, "Well, Dad, there's this girl that that kind of likes. So I want, I want. She's gonna be at the game. I want to bring her this rose." And he goes, "You know, growing up, I would have never done that because he grew up in Jersey City, you know. So he kind of from that like hood mentality. He's like, you know, back then it wasn't cool to let a girl know like that. You know, you get her off to the side, like, yo, listen, I, I like you. You think we can hang out later? He goes, you gonna walk around? You <laughs> know. So he's going on telling the story, and I said, not for nothing, but." That's because he sees the way you loving on his mother. I said, so you showing him how to treat a woman. I said, that's where he's getting this idea from. He goes, you know what? You're right. He goes, so I'm always bringing my wife and my mother flowers because I know they love flowers. I said, well, there you go. Oh, damn. That's what's up. And so in between that, you know, encourage these men. You know, and that's another thing that, and I said this to uh, one of my old coworkers that I liked, you know, we were talking. I told him, you know, a lot of times, man, like, Again, it could be from where we grew up, but most men, most boys or whatever, like, we don't encourage each other in our relationships, right? Back then, the joke was, oh, you whipped. You can't be doing that. Like, your girl got yeah. you whipped, you know? But, yeah. like, it's cool now to, like, encourage one another, you know? Like, when, when I saw my one boy, he had, well, his it's wife. It's like in Boomerang, remember? It's like, you can't be pussy whipped. You got to whip that pussy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, um, like Renzo, his wife used to put up some beautiful, beautiful posts on Instagram. And when I would see something that she would put up about him, I command back, your Renzo, I read, you know, what your wife put up, man. That's beautiful that you did that, man. That's that's really good, man. You know, and and it's good to to do that, you know, to to encourage one another as men, you know, because I mean, at the end of the day, like we're the cornerstones, and and if we lifting everybody up, it's just beautiful, you know. It's like there's no reason to knock each other down, so. But like I said, just something different, man. I, I've never really seen anything like that. Um, I'm glad I was invited into it. And I, it looks like it's going to be a regular thing. I would like to get, you know, more of the dads in town in there, even kind of make a little something of my own with some of the people I know. But it's it's definitely something nice, man. I, I can't even describe how I feel, you know, coming home from that. It just, you know, a lot of thinking and, and, and evaluating things I do and just feeling like, yeah, we all poured into each other, man. 
Well, it's kind of like uh, when you used to do Gentleman's Night. It's kind of the same thing, just, you know, a little more. Yeah. I mean, because Gentleman's Night was the same thing. I mean, we weren't really talking about, like, you know, dad stuff, because at that, at that time, most of us weren't dads. Yeah. Excuse me. But uh, that's what we did. We got together, and, uh, you know, we just kind of, you know, broke out. Not to the point of a, of, a, of a like a frat party, but you know we were you know just a bunch yeah. of guys getting Civilized. together. Civilized, yeah, Civilized you know? frat party. yeah. Like gentlemen, like gentlemen, smoking cigars, yeah, yeah, yeah. drinking no, some whiskey, right. and just you know chopping it up, man. Those are good, I, man. Those are good. Those, those good a times. few of those I went to. Yeah, those those good times. I enjoyed them. I never forget the one, <laughs> the one that Mikey shut mad early, yo. He shut that shit down. Everybody was in front of his house, like, yo, what are we gonna do? It's eleven o'clock. It's too early to go home. It's too late to really go anywhere, yo. Like, <laughs> it was like 11, 11.30. And where was Mikey at? It's, uh, he was there, but the, the, the uh, bugs were too much for him that night. There was this this uh, one bug that looked like a looked like a Spartan with wings. Yeah, he was, I he was a crazy looking bug, yo. <laughs> and the first one came through, and he's like, you know, like, oh, shit. And the second one, but the, the third one, he's like, that's it. We done, yo. We done. Like, that's it. Party's over. Everybody go home. We done here. Yeah, you guys, you guys used to stay there late, late, man. It used to be like two, three o'clock in the morning sometimes, and you guys still sitting there. Man, you can't take can't, us out of nowhere, yo. Man, I can't hang like that no more, man. I was the first one out yesterday. They at like twelve o'clock they brought out the uh cornhole. And I was like, right, I don't know how much longer I could go for this, man. Like it's already midnight. I should have been home. Yo, I don't know how I feel about that game, yo. That was me. <laughs> yeah, you know what though, man? I was and, always and think- out by twelve. Right? Yeah, that was one, 12 o'clock. And I, yeah, gotta, I gotta be out. Thank you back. <laughs> like, I like that, man. Like, I really respect that. But, but you knew, like, you know what? At this time, I gotta be home with my family. Like, that was that was yeah. big, man. Yeah, Mikey well, always I did. He always, he, Mike, mom, yeah, Mikey That's always nice. did big that up. He's like, yo, I like how at 12 o'clock one, like, all right, I gotta be home because I ain't got no business being out later than that. You know what I mean? And it was like, and it, it's true, like, to see that because, I mean, you know me, man. Me, I wake up and I'm like, where am I? How'd I get here? Yeah. What state is this? You know, like, that, <laughs> back then, you know, I don't do that no more, though. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. I remember that one time we went to that dinner for work. And we got lit. We got lit. I was trying to bring Nick home, and he's trying to go to the city to get oh, a geez. cheesecake from Juniors for Jennifer. <laughs> because he said he's going to get her one. I'm like, Nick, you's not going to get no cheesecake. <laughs> Open the door. She comes downstairs. He goes in the house. I walk it down to get to the car. I turn around. I see him walking up the hill. I'm like, yo, <laughs> you gotta go inside, bro. You not getting no cheesecake tonight. And poor Jennifer's pregnant. She's like, oh my God, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you so much. Just go upstairs. <laughs> no cheesecake. <laughs> that was so funny. That was the first time I seen that. Nicky Knuckles. That's who you give me the nickname, Nicky Knuckles. And yeah, he was trying to fight everybody. Yeah. I was just, tight, yo. Yeah, kicked it or punched it or something. He was tight. I was so tight, yo. He was tight. And I was mad. I was at that dinner, yo. And I was and the, the, the drunker From I got. Beginning to end. And, and I was already tight to begin with. That's so Because my money was funny that week. Remember, I, my paycheck was real suspect, and I was mad tight about it. Then we had this damn party, and I was there, like, just at the table, just with this stank-ass face the whole night. Oh, it was my mad. Goodness. 
And I, I yeah. yo, people were ordering drinks, and I was like, nah. And I was ordering all like crazy ass top shelf shit. Remember oh, yeah, I said, yeah. Remy, I said, nah, don't give him the regular shit. <laughs> give him the XO, yo. <laughs> we got the we got the Johnny Walker blues. Doubles for everybody, yo. I was, cause they were like, oh, whatever you want, open tab, bet. All right, bet. Johnny Walker <laughs> doubles. You guys want one? Everybody, yo. I was so tight. I was like, I'm going to get my money, yo. I'm going to get my money. And I, I kept talking about where he was, the, the owner was giving the speech, and I was like, fuck the 38-hour bullshit, yo. Like, yeah, I was a mess that night, yo. He was those, a those were mess that night, those yo. Times. That, was, got, that was beautiful. I loved it. I <laughs> threw it again. Same way. Same yeah, way. I said a lot of stuff. I, I was very honest that night when certain topics came up and they everyone was like, the next day, I, and then the best part is the next day I had to work the next day. I had to go back into the building after running my mouth the way I did at that, <laughs> at that dinner, yo. <laughs> came in the next day like, yo, y'all, you got anything to say? Nah, I think I said it all last night. You got work for me, yo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you expect an apology, you're not getting it. <laughs> nah, yo, fix my check. Yeah. Fix my check. <laughs> my buddy. I never worked anywhere with that. <clears throat> At lunchtime, like, on payday, everybody, like, sprinted to the bank to get the checks cashed because you didn't Word. know if the cat the check was going to be good. Because some people, yeah, the the remember day. it? Because that was the true thing, man. Some of us would go to the bank, they'd be like, yo, there ain't no money for this check. And they have to wait till, like, Monday, Tuesday to cash their check, yo. Yep. Wanna, yeah, you, you want to talk about bad, Mikey. I mean, I'm not going to mention your name, but we're going we're gonna to leave that, that that dealership out of this conversation. Of this. But mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a lot of shady shit going on there, yo. Owners getting, oh, all kinds of hustles, bustles. Selling I, I can't remember the last time I've had to go to the bank and win a line for something like that, man. Yeah, it was crazy because people be in the middle of an oil change and, and just bounce on the road test with an oil change to cash their check, yo. Like, it'd, be a, it'd be a car full of techs going up to the bank to cash their check. Yo, you going to the bank? Yo, don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like one of those, uh, remember the Hannibal Barrow wacky races? That's how it was. Yeah, everybody yeah. just trying to race. <laughs> trying to yeah. get to the bank first, yo. Juan, did you happen to see Mikey's Instagram story yesterday? Where he made the, uh-huh. he, he made a meatball milkshake for breakfast? It wasn't a meatball milkshake. <laughs> nah, it wasn't. Don't make that face. It wasn't a meatball milkshake. <laughs> you <laughs> saw it? Did you see it? Yeah. It was nah, like, did I, it did my face say that out loud? <laughs> I was, um, I was making a milkshake and I have uh, frozen, frozen blueberries, blackberries, and and raspberries. So I, you know, I put the powder in, I put a banana, I put the berries. And I was like, ah, oh, you know what? Let me do, you know, obviously. You're making something cool. You got to do it for the gram, right? So I, I hit the gram while I was pouring in my milk. Somebody replies on it. Talking about, yo, no joke. I thought those were meatballs. They did. And my other, my other boy said it was Cocoa Puffs. But the person who said it was meatballs, I'm like, yo, what kind of crazy breakfast you think I'd be having? And they were like, well, I feel it was just some meathead shit that you were eating. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell can I have a, a meatball milk? Like, what kind of meathead you got? Is this see? somebody who knows you? Who yeah. That? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Somebody yeah. follows me and sees my story frequently. So they see, you know, the, the weights and stuff I'll be putting up. So 
But it wasn't meatballs, but it, it looked like meatballs. It, it looked like meatballs, though. The the, the black the blackberries did look like meatballs. I went back and looked at. I'm like, shit, that does look. That was I was like, yo, story. yeah. How do you think a meatball milkshake would taste, yo? It depends if the milkshake was like meatballs and like vodka sauce with like maybe you know like another white sauce in. Like if it was dinnery. Like you an Alfredo sauce, right? Put some yeah. meatballs, a little yeah, Alfredo like, You can't, you can't just throw meatballs and meatballs and milk. Like, just thinking about that is making my nah, stomach turn, yo. Oh, I want to throw up just thinking it. about it. The only way you mix that is, like, if you're making some kind of a milk cream sauce, like, that you would make for a pasta or something, you know? Like a all yeah. white sauce. But not no milk, yo. Not no milk or sugar. <laughs> Awesome. 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 Bananas, strawberries, meatballs. Meatballs. Oh. <laughs> it's fucking terrible, yo. So yeah, I went um I'm not gonna get into it right now. But I went down this rabbit hole, yo. That I don't think there's any coming back from, yo. <laughs> yes, guy. I, I I'm gonna put I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna let you guys know right now. I'm going to continue down this hole, but I'm pretty sure I'm never getting back from it, yo. I'm going to write some notes Make down. Sure and in about a string, week or so, we're going to talk. That's how you do it. We're going to talk. I mean, it's not as crazy as that one theory that I sent you guys on IG that I, I don't want to, I want to go, I don't want to repeat it. I don't want to go over it. I don't want to, I don't want any problems. And if it comes true, I don't want it to sound like I said it. But um, that one that won't, all your theories, V. Middle <laughs> finger your theories. That's all I'm going to say. And yo, it, it's crazy. Like, I be saying them shit, and then all of a sudden shit comes through. I'm like, oh, man, yo. Like, is it that I'm speaking it to existence, or that I know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's both. <laughs> Maybe they're listening. They're listening. They're like, yeah, <laughs> he's on it. Drop it. Yeah, Boom, make it drop. happen. It's out there. He knows. Yeah. Just make it happen. Make it happen. It's it's quite weird how that happens though. Like, maybe you're thinking about something and then all of a sudden it's right there. The worst is the freaking Google search stuff. <clears throat> that blows my mind. It kind of blows my mind. Like, you don't even really have to be saying it out loud. You could just think it. I was yeah. just about to say that. One time I, I was walking by a store and I thought of something. And I saw it in the, and I, th- I looked at it and it was, it, I was at a GameStop. So, I if anything, the Google should have thought that I was at a video game store, but I didn't look at a video game. I looked at something else and I was thinking about getting it. And when I got my phone and I turned it on, it had the shit on the phone. And it was like, what? What? Like, that's not even game related. So I, I, cause in my head, I'm like, oh, maybe because it sold me by GameStop. It assumed. And I'm like, but wait a minute, this got nothing to do with GameStop. Like, this is not a regular thing in GameStop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking weird, bro. I was reading something yesterday. Not really done that rabbit hole, but it's like a regular thing talking about um, Chrome, like how they have stuff built within Chrome to like help with like searches, but like so it could give you ads and stuff relative to what you like, like how they normally do. But something that they did that was that it tracks you when even when you're not, it tracks when you're on or when you're not on, so it knows to do stuff. But it, but uh, it's just I don't know, man. It's just crazy, just reading about this it's like yo like at this point you really can't like you can't really hide from shit 
Like we are so entangled into this grid. Yeah. The more you're the more you're connected to the internet and working on anything. He put the phone down and I said that. Huh? <laughs> if I can put the phone down and I said yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I got the gist uh, of the workout now. I know what it's doing. <laughs> the um, the, the more the more we're entangled with it, the the harder it is to get away from it. It's it consumes everything we're we're into, really. Like I, there's there's no reason for that. It knows everything about there's us. There's no like, reason for that. Yeah, it's crazy. Except for my birthday. Ah, got him. <laughs> <laughs> I got him with that one. I get everybody every year with that. Kind of lets you know who your real friends are. Be honest. Well, oh, switch your birthday. Yeah. Yeah, I well, think I never had my 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 right birthday on that um on the internet. Yeah, it think... was on the Facebook. Yeah, I think yeah, I remember it Man, came up one what, day, though... and I was like, "This ain't this motherfucking birthday." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, I tell That's you what, a real friend. Yeah, but see, I'm. I'll tell you what, though, man. The the birth knowing the birthday ain't really. Cause sometimes I gotta sit and think hard to remember, like right. my kid's birthday, man. Like yeah. birthday, like dates and me, they don't, they don't jive, bro. Like yo, sometimes I gotta sit and back like, yo. When the hell did me and my wife get married? And I'll be don't thinking and trying to. That's how I, I just, I'm shows. not good with dates. I'm not good with it. Nah, I'll be honest, not man. That you can't admit that shit. You gotta be transparent, man. You gotta be transparent. But yeah, no, there's some, some date. I just, I can't remember dates I like, like that, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> my I got my dates that I gotta remember for my kids are very easy because they're like it's the first and the last. That's it. Yeah. What song is that? It's uh, Jay Z. My first yeah, and Jay-Z, my last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah sp- speaking about our kids and uh, the way I, you know we just rambled on to 47 different topics in about 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Those are the good um, shows. What uh? <laughs> <laughs> Back to the shows, the Mikey. We had talked that you you were reading in some, some new stuff, some new uh uh, uh what the ADHD you were reading, right? Is yeah, that... well, I had to, I had two books. I was reading one about it was called Raising Daughters, and that went through every stage of uh development. And then I have the uh, ADHD book that I've been reading. Yeah, that that one got my attention because that's something that I, I I definitely feel like. I mean, at this point, right, I should just go to the doctor and like get it diagnosed because like I've been try, I've been trying to focus my focus for like forever, and I, and I can't. And so that's why I'm interested on what what you, you've been reading and learning to see if maybe I'm just maybe it's just me that I just have no focus and no uh, discipline, or maybe I actually do you know have something that I need to learn to work out within myself internally. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, well, I haven't gotten to the. Uh... The, the part yet that gives you strategies to deal with shit so i don't have any tools yet i just got a whole lot of information on possible cause but one thing i did read what i was reading yesterday was um was a very interesting take on it you know saying that it's not so much the inability to focus and pay attention but more so it's about the i, I don't know how to word it but Basically saying like, all right, like the example he used at the end of the chapter, which kind of summed it all up. He was talking with a, with an adult uh, patient that had ADD from when she was a child. And she was saying, oh, you know, I could never focus in, in school. And my teachers are always telling me that I got to pay attention. And, 
you know, but I was always so obsessed with just talking with my friends. So he goes, so basically you were focused on your social and emotional well-being more than you were with your school. So he goes, it wasn't that you were unfocused. You were just focused on what you wanted to be focused on, which was her relationship with her friends. And it kind of broke down how sometimes it's, it's not so much that you can't focus. It's just that that's not exciting you enough to gather your focus. Like the hyperactiveness, you, you want to be excited about something and that's what you're going to focus on. You know, so it, it went yeah, through a lot it's of... Funny, it's funny that you were like that because when, <clears throat> when I was having those problems in school and uh, they took me to see uh, their specialist or whatever it was, that's what they ended up... That's that was their diagnosis was that they gave me like an IQ test and I don't remember whatever the numbers were but whatever it was it was above normal and they said that I was like highly intelligent and that I was not that basically that I was bored with school that's what they were saying that it wasn't it was it wasn't and it wasn't enough to get you. yeah it wasn't enough to get my attention that I was bored because I was too smart and I'm like I don't think that this, that's the case but if, if I mean you guys are the expert and that's what they and after that that's it they chalked it up as that they chalked it up as well well he's overly smart and uh he's bored with this bullshit and they just kept it moving it's like yeah. and and my mom always and that that stuck with me my whole life so my mom was always like you ain't stupid I, I paid for a test to tell me that you ain't fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right? That was always the thing. I got paid yep. this test, and I know you ain't stupid. I know you. It said you, you're damn near genius. But mind you, anybody that talks to me was like, just keep the fucking moron. But I took an IQ test as a kid, and, you know, I was, you know, I was the next Albert Einstein, allegedly. Hey, Walter, one, one part about that book that was, it, it almost cut me like a knife, man. It, and, and this is his perspective. I haven't researched to see how many people in that um, that medical field agree with this perspective? But his his take on it was that because you know the the consensus is that it's genetic, right? If if it runs in your family, then you're gonna get it. And the way he sees it, and I could kind of agree with it, um, is that it is genetic, but it needs certain environmental stimulus to create it, more or less. And the reason why I agree with that is because, you know, I did that that DNA test where it tells you your heritage and then it breaks down like different genes. And there's a lot of genes that it's like, you know, it says like 70% of people with this gene have this condition. And I'm like, well, I don't have that condition, you know, even though predominantly. So, and his take is, yeah, you know what? It may be there, but unless there's trauma around the time of brain development, it won't occur. And basically it comes out of, excuse me, it comes out of, um, you know, from the trauma, certain neural pathways don't form properly in the brain as a way to protect. And, you know, thinking back when, when that's, you know, my daughter was born and everything, and that's why I'm reading the book because we suspect our youngest has it. Um, and it was more about finding understanding not so much how can I fix it or how can I deal with it. It just, I want to understand why certain things she does that she does. And also, so I could pretty much be like, all right, well, you know what? This isn't like her trying to be malicious. This is just her nature. This is why it is what it is. And just thinking back to when she was born, and I was like, you know what? That, that was, you know, as a whole, that was a rough time in our lives. and 
and he made the point too of even saying like no matter how loving you know the the parents could be if there is tension or stress the baby naturally will receive that he has a picture of himself he was born in uh, i think it was hungary during the the nazis and all that and his family was jewish and he has a picture of him and his mother and his mother's looking at him very lovingly and my i think he may be like three months in this picture and his face looks like an old man that been through hell and his thing was you know i was a baby and she tried to shield me from what was happening in the world around me but her stress transferred onto me just naturally and so that's what he says is, is why these conditions come out you know so like i said that that part was a bit rough to read because as i'm reading it i'm thinking back i'm like damn you know, not to say that it was my fault, but it's like, you know, those conditions arose because of the situations. And it's like, you know, but like I said, the main thing is really just to find understanding. Um, like one of the things he had put in the book was that a lot of times uh, when, when a kid is like that and they're hyper, the, the response from the adults or the teachers or whoever is they need to pay attention almost like it's something that's owed to you. Like, you got to pay me attention because I'm telling you, you know, like it's a currency. And he's like, it's not really so much as that they need to pay. Like, you need to get their attention, you know? And so it's things like that. So when, when things are, are coming up where she's behaving a certain way, I could think back to what I've read and that helps keep my, my patience in check. And, and, you know, I learned to try to use different, don't get me wrong, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that I'm perfect and all, but that's why I like to read because you read these books and, and it helps you when things arise and you kind of think back and back, ah, you know what, this is why it's happening. Like one of the things they, that one of the, the things they say is that um, they always, not always, but one of the tendencies is for them to interrupt a lot. Um, I forget why, but like that, you know, and, and a lot of times she does that. You know, it's like, I'm gonna have a conversation with somebody and she's interrupts. Like my first instinct was, you know better than this. Why are you doing this? But then it's like, nah, she does know better, but she can't help it. This is her tendency. This is because of why she is doing it. So it, it helps you with, with, like I said, it mostly, it helps with the patience and trying to learn and deal. And then as she gets older, with some of the information I'm getting, um, I could share it with her so she could learn, okay, this is what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and try to get that self-awareness. Yeah, because I think that awareness is a big deal because, like you said, like, you know, your first instinct is to get upset about something, and then you realize, like, what, well, shit, I can't really get mad at her because it's not like she's doing it, you know, to be, to be, like, rude or whatever. It's just that that's, like, her tendency. So, it's, and no, it, it definitely makes sense. And another thing I, I was thinking about, too, when you were talking about how, uh, about the, <clears throat> the brain blocking neurological pathways and stuff like during that time of trauma we had talked about this before about that one author that Juan was talking about you know that how the brain goes into like a defense mode like the minute it yeah. feels like some sort of stress so that, that all it all makes sense because they're two different topics but the one that Juan was talking about back in the day that's what it said about how the brain just naturally wants to defend so and then now you saying that it, you know it makes sense because the brain sees the trauma is like okay we're not gonna focus on that we're gonna shut these lines off and just focus on this right now so we don't have to deal with that so it may it makes sense I mean it makes yeah. sense in theory it definitely yeah makes and that's sense, pretty much right? you pretty much you're training your brain to to tune out certain you know, things certain things that are making you feel a certain way and you're focusing on something different 
Yeah, they have, that definitely that. Wow, yeah. And I think too about remember when uh, you were telling me about the one time when you it, it changed the way you had a conversation with her. Like rather than you'd be like, no, you can't have this because this and that. It's like remember last time when you when you did this, this happened. You know what I mean? So yeah. so it, it it's. I, I, you know, I see it, me, I guess because I, I know you and I talk to you a lot, but, I, I, you know, seeing the fact of, you know, understanding what's going on, it's a lot easier to, like, navigate situations because instead of your first instinct just being, like, to bark, it's like, hold up, you know what I mean? You know, maybe if I, let me change how I handle this because yeah. barking's clearly not going to work. So it's like, look, I can get this to you. The last time that you had this, at this time, this happened. You want that again? And then she was like, oh, shit, you right. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I've been noticing that, you know, more and more, like, being, like, more open with the kids and, and explaining things to them has really been helping, you know, and it helps them grow, too. Like, the other day, I forget, I might even been your daughter's party. I had, I had made some mention about that I don't really drink that much anymore. And my daughter was like, oh, I guess this this town changed you. I said, no, nah, it wasn't this town, Julie. I said, it was it was you guys who changed me. I said, I realized you guys deserve the better father. I said, so that's why I started to change and I started reading the books I was reading. So I wanted to learn to be a better man for you guys. I said, not for this town. This town don't matter to me. You know, but I've been more open with, you know, letting them see my my pitfalls and my downfalls and letting them know, like, yeah, no, this is why I would do this. And this is what I'm doing to try to change that. You know, so they see like, oh, okay, it, it's okay to screw up, but it's, it's not okay to stay there. You know, you, you, you realize you screw up, then you, you do what you have to do to get the information you need to change it. Yeah, we see that a, a, a lot. Um, there's like that you can't your your past and what you grew up in is not your fault. But if you choose to stay in that situation, that 100 percent is your fault. You yeah. know what I mean, so if if you grow up in a you know in a poverty house and you know broken home with a lot of physical you know altercations, you know. And you decide to continue that that way of living. That's on you. Like you, as a kid, you can't control that. You were born into that. You ain't got. It's not your fault. But if you become an adult and decide to follow in the footsteps of your parents and continue to be, you know, life of poverty, continue to be in a physical relationship, toxic relationships. I mean, that's at that point, it's a hundred percent on you. Now, yeah. you know, at some point, you got to take onus to it. You know I mean, it's a point that you're going to be an adult. And you're going to realize that, you know what, shit, even if you do it for a while because you don't know no better, there's going to come a point in your life where you're going to realize, like, shit, this is wrong. The way I'm living, the shit I'm doing is wrong. And if you choose to continue to go on that path, man, that's 100% on you. You know what I mean? I was listening to this thing uh, a couple weeks ago, and it really hit home. And um, what he was saying is, it goes back to, you know, sins of the father, you know, like these generational sins that get passed on from generations. And the guy was like, listen, if you allow your sins of the father to continue through your bloodline. He goes, then that's terrible. He goes, at some point, you need to be man enough to stand up and say, I'm not leaving these demons for my kids to fight. I'm fighting these demons. Like, th this is going to stop with me. I'm going to fight these demons. I'm not going to pass them back on for the next generation to deal with. So that was his thing. He's like, any demons or issues that you leave in your family, he goes, you're leaving it for the next generation to fight. He goes, be a man, stand up and fight that. So you're not passing that on. Yeah, yeah we, that's a whole other topic for another day. With those yeah. those demons, man, it, 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 that's just true, yo. That's just 100% true, yo. Like, that baggage that we carry, yo, 
What does it? What yeah. does it say? That the sins of the father get passed. I don't know. There's some. There's some saying that's like that. Yeah, but, but I don't know the whole saying. But but yeah, that's yeah, the point, no. But man. a lot of the stuff I've been I've been reading and listening to lately, man. It's been even that that you know raising. And what's cool about it is that that raising daughters book actually referenced the author from the ADHD book. They kind of cross intersect talking about mashups, right? About the the, the universe is crossing. But you know, once I start getting into it and I get some uh you know strategies and stuff like that, I'll have a little bit more to share because I'll be able to pinpoint more. But like I said right now, it's a lot of a lot of science type stuff and explaining on why things are where they are and, and some of the tendencies and so it's not as easy to you know pull out because I'm not good with memorizing, right? Like even even at work, guys are like, oh, how do you do this? I'm like, well, I don't memorize how to do it. I know where to go to find it. And I know how to do it once I'm doing it, but I'm not very good with memorizing. So once I start getting some strategies, um, I'll, be, I'll be able to add a little more. And if I knew you were going to ask me about it, I would have brought the book down with me so I could have referenced some of my highlighted points. Uh, so good, man. You know, that, that's how I do. Yeah. You know, that's how I do. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why we got no sponsors. And uh, that's why yeah. we're not getting paid <laughs> because everything's on the yeah. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. we do got one sponsor. I just, we just never, we gotta sit down and do that, do that, that, uh, that commercial and throw that in there. Uh, maybe uh, we'll, I'll give that to Juan. Juan can do that, yo. <laughs> and that was cool a, about. That's cool. like I said, you know, about last night. Like a lot, one of the things we started talking about was, was you know, what what we do as 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 men and fathers to to have that alone time to fill our cups, you know. And and one guy was saying how he he has prayer and he reads and i mean for the most part the consensus seemed to be you know a lot of reading podcast and and prayer um but it was just cool to share that and you know that's what i've been doing i've been waking up four o'clock in the morning reading you know and and when i'm cleaning up and, and making breakfast for the kids i'm listening to the podcast and it's all about that growth man so we i guess we, we're gonna wrap it up it's getting kind of late you know I controlled myself, man. I, I didn't. I, there was a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk about today, and I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I wanted to talk about Venom. That, I about said I was controlled. We we hit on like seventy five topics. Yeah. It would have been it would have been eighty two if I would have talked about Venom and what if. All right, <laughs> multiverses and shit, man. That shit was crazy. I I I my 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 um I don't know inner child is exhausted from the amount of excitement I had this week. I just yeah, but see, we got We got to work hey, on. We got to work on your your giving reviews without giving the whole story. That's so, and then once we get that, once we get that kind of ironed out, then we can we can do these shows where you could give reviews about things you see. But what? But like, what's the spoiler, right? Because like, like the certain things that are are just a given because they're in the trailers. Because I mean, technically, a trailer is a spoiler. You know what I mean? Like, I could give a, a part of the plot without giving away the oh, oh shit moment. You know yeah, I mean? but you never do that. You never do that. You just keep you get diarrhea of the mouth and you just keep running with it. I get excited, bro. I get excited. Yeah. Yo, I spent my whole childhood yeah. reading these books and playing these games and being like, wow, let's make a dope movie. Let's make a dope cartoon. And now you know what? They're all dope movies and dope cartoons. I mean, not all of them are. Some of them are shitty, but you know what? I'll take what I could get. Yeah. Good, bad, or indifference. I'll take what I could get, yo. I'm just happy that my nerd culture has become something that the masses want. And I get to enjoy it. Like I said, even when they're bad, like this Cowboy Bebop, man, I was excited as hell for it. And then I saw that, that, that how they did the intro for the show, and I was like, they're going to mess this up. But, you know, whatever. we see what happens. But anyway, 
it, it, it's uh it's already late in the day. I know Mikey has church, and um, I don't know what I'm gonna do for Nicktoberfest. I'm this uh gin and juice got me feeling nice. I'm gonna just keep this shit going. I wasn't escape, but I can't skate like this. I'm gonna break a neck. My one neck. I only got one neck. Yeah. I was gonna say, I'm neck. Break up. Yeah, you don't want to do that. They got some bad juju in our shop. We got guys dropping left and right being out on disability. I bought some Florida water. I'm gonna douse that place on Monday. I'm going there. I'm gonna throw the holy water, the Florida water, roll some coconuts around that motherfucker, throw some chicken bones in the middle. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody threw some on that building. That's what it is. Uh, you know what it is though. It's, it's karma, yo. Karma got GPS. God don't like ugly. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that, that management was. They didn't want to give nobody guarantees and pay them no money to sit around and do nothing. And guess what? Everybody's on disability now, and she's still paying that guarantee, still paying them to sit around, still paying them to do nothing, yo. So it is what it is, and that's what it is. But uh, if you take the just take the pepper and the four corners of your lift, bro. Trust me, bro. Four corners they, of your lift. Protect right, so me. Monday with pepper. I'm gonna go in there with Florida water and some coconuts to roll around. Well, as but, you gotta do, right? You gotta roll the coconuts around to pull in the spirits, and then you take it outside know, and you crack the coconut to let the spirits out outside the house, right? Isn't that, isn't that how that works? I don't know about rolling it around, but <laughs> kind of something, sorta. That's as far as I could go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap this up here, gentlemen. I appreciate you getting on here, Mikey. I know you're tired, so thank you for coming out and. Joining the Nicktoberfest festivities. That's another thing I want to talk, touch on, but I never got to. Damn it. Uh, next time. we we'll do it next week. Remind me next week. Um, we can Nicktober, recap next week. The Nicktoberfest challenge. Um, so, uh, yeah, man. Uh, like I say every week, the most valuable thing you give anybody is your time. And uh, we appreciate everyone that gave their time to sit down and uh, listen to this nonsense. But, hey, you know, trust me. It was all worth mentioning. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Later. Peace. Where that stop button at, son? <laughs>